Steve here. Welcome to Real Health. Oh, Real Health? Heard a thought. Heard a funk. <laughs> Nutrition. Micronutrients. Is, goes a long way to uh, real health. Not overblown pharmaceuticals, surgeries, um, treatments by your GP. Uh, who'd have thought, who'd have thought, yes, yes, yes. Today, um, off the bat, a book review, a respectful book review, constructive, which means, which is a little bit of code for criticisms, but um, uh, also straight off the bat, um, it's quite positive. Um, I agreed with a lot that the book was saying, and the book today is Supersized Lies, the author, Robert J. Davis, PhD. And so I don't have to say that again, I'll refer to the author as uh, Dr. Davis. I hope that's okay. So, um, over about a week um, of, uh, of reading the book, it was very eye-opening on many accounts, but also for what I advocate, a bit of a, a sh uh, what's the best word to use, uh, a shriek, a, um, oh no, not again, or yes, uh, that's not uh, respectful. Respectful doesn't mean let's agree, agree with everything, right? So let's, uh, yeah, um, that's respectful, okay? Um, yes, there is already a challenge, but um, no, no specifics yet. Let's go, let's go. Uh, it opened my eyes um, out of my 10,000 hours of uh, getting myself out of my own chronic health uh, issues with the whole metabolic um, syndrome complex, um, which is the whole obesity. Oh, geez, I was obese, uh, 45 plus BMI. Uh, I was, I was probably pushing towards 50 BMI uh, around uh, uh, towards the reason why I say towards um, 180. Uh, pounds, oh, sorry, 180 kilos, 400 pounds, oh, oh, geez, yes, that's the sort of size I was getting to, the reason why I say around 180 kilos was because I couldn't find any scales to take me, anyway, um, I've pretty much halved that, um, the body weight now, um, on the videos you'll see the sort of uh, physique from, I don't know, from the, from the, from the chest up, um, how I've uh, managed, so, um, yeah, it's, the, it's like saying, uh, oh, my, my tie place down the road is better than your tie place sort of thing. Yeah, my health approach is better than your health approach. But uh, yeah, let's, let's um, get to the more specifics. So it was eye-opening in that um, in my whole 10,000 hours of um, sorting out my own uh, chronic health issues, which also included uh, things like carpal tunnel, um, uh, shoulder issues, and uh, oh, what was it? Uh, osteoarthritis type things, you know, the whole uh, skeletal uh, complex, um, esophagitis or uh, indigestion, right? So that was pretty much the scope of my issues. So, um, and the metabolic, uh, I think I interrupted myself, <laughs> uh, yeah, the whole metabolic complex, uh, also high blood pressure, pre-diabetic, um, high cholesterol, do get it. I was in a mess, but I've got, got myself, I had to rely on myself to get out of the mess. And in a positive light, uh, the book does say we need to take some of these things into your own hands. But then it says, call in the cavalry, uh, still rely on uh, professionals. 
maybe for a bit of guidance and that sort of thing. But let's not forget that uh, the professionals have got us into uh, some of our states as well. If uh, your professional has got you on uh, blood pressure medication and um, uh, PPIs or you know, the anti-indigestion medication for more than a couple of months and, um, and, and you're taking any indigestion medication for years, well, they're doing a disservice to, to your health. Okay, let's get that right because uh, then you know uh, your, um, the acidity in your stomach isn't low enough to, to digest your food, and uh, so you're not digesting, you're not absorbing enough of the micronutrients, and you get chronically unwell, and then you die earlier than your time. That's one of the reasons why uh, elite athletes die. You know, uh, the insurance company knows this. They don't know why. They just know it happens that uh, elite athletes die at the average age, age of around mid-60s. Anyway, I, I, I digress too much, but um, yes, let, let's continue. So it was an eye-opener, uh, this book, uh, Supersized Lies, on uh, things like how they came up with um, how to uh, understand the caloric value of foods. Um, a lot of what is included in the caloric value of food on our nutritional information uh, labels on all our products and uh, you know if you're dying out well you know all the mandated sort of uh, labeling um, of nutritional information is very well it's not just wrong it's misleading it's just based on models from one and a half centuries ago <laughs> yeah so that was an eye opener if I spent probably 15,000 hours on trying to get out of my um, my health, um, my poor health state, uh, 18 months ago plus, I probably would have come up, uh, come up with um, that at, at some point. But um, thank you, uh, Doc Davis, for um, alerting me to that, uh, alerting the reader, informing the reader on that. Uh, thanks for going through the history and all the um, bringing us back to uh, some of the memories of the ages, the decades. Starting from things like Fletcher, uh, Fletcherism, chewing your food to a pulp, you know, chewing your food 500 times before you, you swallow, and they had all these get-togethers of, um, you know, Fletcher, Fletcherism get-togethers, and then he died in, in 1919, and uh, that, that was very interesting. Um, and uh, you know, the whole food combination, um, uh, poo-pooing and pills and potions, poo-pooing, and uh, don't um, diss on this food and that food. Um, oh, we need to um, diss or, you know, uh, we need to uh, scrutinise uh, food because uh, for, for what I advocate, um, you know, the whole uh, first four of the 44, the twist of uh, dairy and egg, what I, my, my clumsy uh, branding, um, is that the first four is um, eliminating, eliminating, yes, that's the whole poo-pooing that uh, Doc Davis uh, would like to, um, for, for us not to do, but uh, I would challenge that we need to. Um, the first four of the 44 is ceasing all pollution, which is wheat, barley, rye, and oats. Oh yes, uh, all oils in a bottle. Um, burnt animal fat and uh, fried food. That's uh, second category. Third category is uh, sugars, which also is uh, limiting fruit intake. Yes, fruit isn't the same as our ancestors used to have. And uh, nitrates, nitrites, the new carcinogen in town. Yes, nitrates, nitrites, the whole um, processed meats, the Bacon, ham, salami, corned beef, spam, pastrami. Uh, yes, yes. So 
that, that's uh, my thing. I'll, I'll do my best not to uh, include my own plugging of my own approach, my own uh, thing here, but I just need to um, indicate where I'm coming from, okay? So, and uh, uh, so Doc Davis uh, does a good job in also um, highlighting through the ages of, uh, well, I was aware of um, Escapes me the the name um, uh, Doctor Key, uh, Keys um, was it Doctor Keys that advocated the uh, the Mediterranean diet? Doctor Keys, uh, excuse me if I um, if I've botched uh, that that name, but um, if it comes to me, I'll, I'll correct myself. But um, we'll, we'll go with Doctor Keys. Uh, Keys Keys uh, for the moment. Sorry, my apologies. Um, I was aware of uh, this particular chap and uh, his approach, uh, was it 60s or was it 80s? But in, anyway, in, in that sort of range. And, uh, you know, the whole Pritikin complex, he didn't mention uh, the, pyra uh, the food pyramid. Um, yes, we've, uh, we understand we've been there, done that with all the different um, uh, lotions, potions, and, uh, not uh, pills and potions. Um, Keto and the fasting complex, uh, well done on analyzing that, uh, Dr. Davis. Um, yes, I agree with all the chapters on poo pooing the different approaches that we've had. Uh, I do agree, and I do agree uh, on a lot of the uh, approaches that you need to take matters into your own hands, but. When it comes to the final chapter on what to do, the answer, uh, I'm not sure, ugh, I'm not sure what the, the title was, but pretty much, uh, you know, what what is right, what, what we need to do, um, the whole keeping a, keeping a journal, bringing the cavalry and uh, see what's best for you and um, do what you can with uh, diet and exercise, oh, that, was, that was the whole cringe part for, for me, um, is that is that classified as an answer? Um, understanding yourself. Um, how I would uh, challenge that is um, there, there's two there's two particular rooms. Um, Dr. Davis is uh, is in the mainstream room, the bad room I call it, where there's uh, there's an elephant, there's a uh, there's a tiger, there's a fox, and there's a mouse, and um, that is the mainstream room, and uh, Dr. Davis is on is in the pinnacle of that room. Out of two particular rooms, I call it the bad room, the mainstream room, right, where the elephant is diet and exercise as part of the whole supersized lies, right. And just a quick note on the supersized lies: they're not they're not really lies. The whole you know from Fletcherism to you know uh, the food pyramid, Pritikin, uh, Mediterranean diet, uh, cholesterol's bad, uh, fats are bad saturated fats are bad and then you get to the uh, the keto and the fasting um, all, all that is um, oh, uh, all the surgeries uh, the, Dr. Davis advocated uh, surgery if, if they're right for you well uh, I disagree with that but if you're in that room that mainstream room my bad room uh, okay fair enough it's an okay approach when you're throwing your hands up. You've tried everything. 
that's okay. That's okay if you're in the bad room, but um, there's a good room. I'll reference that in a tick. So um, the whole point of the book, the elephant in the room, we need to continue restricting diet and exercising. So we're pretty much doing the same thing, restricting diet and exercising to manage weight. Um, I would challenge that, uh, is that still, has there been an answer in that final chapter? Uh, based on that, you're still in the bad room. I, I don't think so. Um, but the approach, the whole psychological approach, the, um, the whole journaling and what's right for you and the whole emotional thing, um, that's at the top of the tree. I get it, I understand it. In the bad room, in the mainstream room, right. The, the second animal, the the tiger, oh, it's your genes. I will challenge that as well. Um, my challenge to the whole tiger in the room, the genes, oh, the genetic factors of, um, in this case, uh, this part of health, uh, obesity, is that uh, genes are not a form of disease transmission developing development uh, at all. Uh, I advocate uh, that it's a uh, micronutrient deficiency. All disease is a micronutrient deficiency. Ah, uh, I can't be saying that. Well, I can say that because I'm not part of a um, uh, governing body, a professional body anymore. And just quickly for one-off listeners or viewers, I used to be a um, registered nurse, so I'm still technically register nurse but suspended ah oh, he's suspended yes I get it I get it it was administrative it's not clinical uh, I'll just uh, quickly add that anyway so the tiger in the room I also think that's uh, wrong and uh, the fox in the room perhaps uh, toxins whatever toxins you want to uh, include in that whole complex uh, pollution perhaps uh, some some will add um, add vaccines in that mix uh, uh, yeah so the fox eh, I also disagree with that and the mouse perhaps is you know Dr. Davis references the whole stress complex managing stress in that bad room in the mainstream room in that analogy that I'm uh, I'm talking about um, yes uh, based on those four animals that fill up that room Yes, Dr. Davis does a great job in navigating that bad room, that room that, if that's the, the only room there is, you're doing a good job in that room. But, but for me, uh, just to quickly reference, it's not really a plug on what, what I'm um, advocating, but uh, what my challenge is, is that um, in my room, the good room, <laughs> oh, who's, who's, who's good room for? According to who is, is a, a, the good room? Well, in this respect, in this challenge, in this review, it's the good room. My, my room has two elephants. One elephant is the whole first four of the 44, uh, eliminating all those um, four food groups. Oh my God, that's 90% of the supermarket. Well, unfortunately, yes. But, you know, even in that bad room, Dr. Davis advocates to uh, limit, he doesn't say to eliminate, those processed foods and junk food well I'm afraid you need to eliminate them and that is made easier by the second elephant in my room the good room is uh, supplementing ah oh, the whole supplementing thing uh, 
that's the whole poo-pooing that Dr. Davis indicates. Well, my second um, elephant in the room is proper uh, supplementing, which is um, the whole bad room doesn't know about, which is uh, we need a 90 essential micronutrients to uh, have longevity and health. And this has been understood in the animal industry and veterinary science since the 50s and 60s. And the reason why we don't have uh, negligible, um, that we have negligible birth defects and uh, chronic disease in our captive and producing animals is because those uh, animals are getting uh, most of or getting a good whack or uh, they understand that they're getting all the uh, essential micronutrients, which is, which is 90 of them, 60 minerals, at least 60 minerals. 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, and 2 essential fatty acids. That's not understood, advocated for humans because we have doctors, we have medicine. Let's not forget that medicine is allopathic medicine. Yes, uh, medicine is just a tiny slither, slither of actual health. And uh, guess what? Uh, birth, birth defects and disease is rampant in humans. Oh yes, but we've uh, doubled our life expectancy since 1900. Oh yes, but we haven't doubled our life expectancy since 1850. It's still flatline since 1850. It's still perhaps uh, flatline since uh, Athens in <laughs> 400 uh, BC. So it's complicated. If you really want to um, hockey stick a graph, uh, let's take uh, 1933, uh, uh, what, what was it? Um, Ukraine. Uh, we've tenfolded. We've increased our life expectancy by tenfold since Ukraine 1933. Holy demore, right? So, yeah, depending on where you take your stats from. Anyway, um, I, I digress a bit too too far again. Uh, apologies. Back to my room, the second elephant in the room, which is. Uh, supplementing these days we need to supplement uh, our food supply chain that's part of the obesity issue our food supply chain is bupkis <laughs> uh, put better uh, we're deficient in particularly minerals because our soils are deplete of minerals the minerals that we require the, the essential minerals that we require to ward off um, chronic health and live long, living longer Oh yes, but we had it in the past. Well, it's complicated. Different parts of the world had different issues because the availability of minerals was different. Uh, minerals happen in, in veins all around the world. And uh, why why is it that uh, the US uh, spending on spending more on healthcare than the rest of the world combined, which is pretty much mirrors the whole military-industrial complex in a way. Um, it ranks still 40, 40, 45th, something like that, in um, life expectancy. So there's something happening there. And what is happening is soil mineral depletion. And uh, even in the 30s, uh, 1936, uh, Senate paper 264, I, I recall, um, the US was already two-thirds deplete of the minerals in the soils. and. Uh, well, what are you talking about? Um, the mainstream healthcare complex wouldn't understand that because they don't. Well, they don't understand it. They don't. They don't even go there because it's. Oh, that, that's. 
that's just uh, that doesn't make sense in uh, healthcare. Well, if your doctor, your dietitian, your personal trainer, your uh, whatever allied health professional doesn't understand that the way we get minerals in our food is through minerals in the soil. If, it, if it's not in the soil, it doesn't get in the food, it doesn't get into us, and it doesn't uh, prevent us from dying at the average age of 77. You know, the approximate sort of uh, life expectancy of a human. Uh, our life expectancy should be into uh, triple figures. Yes, yes, it should. Um, I was statistically looking at uh, dying in my mid-60s, but I've, uh, I've taken control of that again, so I'm pleased with that. So, um, uh, Dr. Davis, um, I wouldn't like to, I don't like, well, I don't want to um, uh, be too negative because um, according to the mainstream healthcare complex, he's done a fantastic job. Once again, I'll say it, a fantastic job in wading through the, the quagmire, the quagmire of um, wage-related concepts. I commend him on that, and um, I've, I've jumped from you know what what he's been covering. Like uh, I'll I'll add some of the things I haven't um, mentioned, like uh, you know hormone uh, treatment and uh, uh, which is the whole thyroid complex, right? Um, as well. Um, uh, well. Which other ones are there? Um, I've mentioned most of them, right? So uh, he does a good job in uh, poo-pooing all the hair splitting of the myths those diet myths that, are, that have been out there for centuries now, like approaching, you know, one, one and a half centuries at least. And uh, it'll keep on going into the centuries if we don't understand. What we really need is uh, being well nourished in micronutrients. So I just needed to challenge, challenge uh, the book in that respect because it, although He's doing the best in the, in the bad room. Uh, they don't know there's the other room, the good room with the two elephants. Absorption of all the micronutrients that we require. That's the two elephants. The, uh, eliminating those uh, foods that hamper our absorption and introducing the, the second four of my 44. There's four food, um, there's four micronutrient categories the minerals, vitamins, amino acids, and essential fatty acids that we require, the 90 essential fatty, <laughs> the 90 essential micronutrients, um, that's the good room. So depending on where you're coming from, uh, in that bad room, uh, in the mainstream healthcare complex, Dr. Davis has done a great job, but he's not in my good room. So I'm hope, I hope I've uh, made sense what I'm trying to uh, sense. <laughs> what I'm trying to make sense of um, regarding the, the book review. So, in that, that, in that bad room, great book. Great book. But in the, the final chapter, um, he's still pretty much advocating restriction, diet restriction, which is also poo-pooed. So you can't sort of, uh, I guess... Of your mouth, uh, cancelling, cancelling each other out. Um, you know, you, it's 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 not it's not good to. Pay.
poo-poo uh, foods and then you have to poo-poo you know, restricting some foods, well, you, you know what I'm trying to say, right? So, um, if you have to uh, reward yourself or treat yourself, um, no, no, Doc, Doc Davis, uh, don't say that. Um, but I do get it, I do understand. We've got these cravings and the reason we have cravings is the whole pica complex, P-I-C-A, pica, Google does a terrible job in um, that initial um, that initial uh, definition. But uh, basically, what's happening there is nutrient deficiencies. If you have great cravings, you have nutrient deficiencies, Dr. Davis. And uh, cravings, the way we have cravings uh, these days, is uh, fairly recent. Fairly recent phenomena, and uh, we're more micronutrient deficient than in the past because in the past we used to uh, put ashes on our crops as um, as our fertilizer uh, thanks to uh, the Russian chap in 1916 he invented the uh, the recent the modern day fertilizer which is only NPK nitrogen uh, phosphorus potassium that's all plants need to grow a lot of bushels per dollar that respect we're only guaranteed of getting three minerals out of the 60 where we're going to get our other 57 from yes in some respects we are still getting it from time to time but it's not dependable if you really think that this carrot that you ate last week and that carrot that you're eating this week from another supermarket which was grown in another province has the same amount of minerals in it uh, you're mistaken mistaken so uh, that needs to be understood even if uh, there's only one room and that one room is the mainstream room the uh, sorry to say the bad room right so that needs to be uh, understood so even a person from the good room self-proclaimed good room yes I get it um, thanks dr. Davis for uh, giving me the insights into uh, how calories how inaccurate uh, calorie information is on how they used to uh, formulate the whole you know, four calories per gram of uh, protein and, um, and carbohydrate versus the nine calories per gram of, um, of fats. Um, I, I understood the, uh, the four calories and the nine calories uh, thing before I understood how they came up with uh, those calorie values so even the person in the good room me yes the self-proclaimed uh, good room um, even we can uh, we can uh, learn from the, the bad room so that's what I'm trying to also advocate for like even if you're stuck in that other room uh, let's cross rooms use both rooms uh, if you really don't agree with my self-proclaimed room so um, and as I'm talking like uh, I, I stopped at the, at the uh, oh no I didn't I mentioned the fox and the and the mouse uh, in that bad room with the stress as the mouse is so apologies for that yes this is low production value I've got the aircon blaring and the engine revving while I'm traveling traveling but um, that's my stick for the moment because I don't have that that many followers and if there's uh, demands to uh, inc inc 
increase or better the production value, I will. But uh, you know, because I've uh, you know, I wanted to do this particular review, um, that's why I'm here. So that's it in a nutshell. The, la the last chapter on what to do, um, what works. Uh, I forget exactly what it's called, but um, this is the approach. This what what is right. still pretty much throwing your hands up and it's up to you because diff different people, different things work for different people and uh, uh, that would be a little bit dissatisfying for some readers but very positive for, for those that uh, that do advocate for uh, the whole psychological part of the approach but I, w I, I know I'm getting a little bit too long in the tooth as well um, and I'm a bit little bit riffing and ranting. Um, apologies uh, for that, but I wanted to really give it some thought. This review, not not just this. Oh, well done, five stars, doctor. Um, or, albeit it is well done in that room, right? Yes. yes. But just quickly, also a um, uh, couple of um, expansions. Uh, you've heard you've heard me say the whole um, you know, the US leads the world in healthcare. And, they spend the most, but they're still failing in the healthcare. Oh, it's the junk food complex, but that's because the US have a head start on becoming nutrient deficient with their soil depletion. And uh, yes, our, our whole food supply chain is uh, international now, but guess what? Internationally, even the Asians um, are catching up. The, the squeeze, the, um, uh, the life expectancy of the Asians is dropping as well. It's not going to increase. No, no, no. Once the, um, the Western diet, the, the global food supply chain is more hom uh, homogenized or linked, even the Asians will catch up to the Americans um, in a relating, like a, uh, if you look at a graph, um, there'll be a, um, a slope, um, like if there's, say, a five year um, life expectancy um, gap between the US and uh, Asian countries, um, the US might, the US, uh, their li uh, life expectancy in 50 years might be 69, and the Asians might be 72, so it'll shrink by a couple of years, so that's what, what I'm predicting, understanding um, of what might be going on. Yes, yes, uh, I believe that uh, our life expectancies are going to and our obesity epidemic is going to get worse no matter how many gyms get put up or whatever is mandated we are going to get fatter and fatter because we don't understand the whole micronutrient deficiency complex in uh, obesity which uh, there's a high correlation of uh, micronutrient deficiency or even absence in extremely obese people and death Chromium, vanadium, zinc. If, if uh, you just go out those, go out and get those three minerals, you won't uh, solve your obesity uh, issue. Uh, you might help 15% uh, type, type idea, but it's not going to solve it because um, it's a it's a uh, micronutrient deficiency as a whole issue. Okay, so that's uh, my uh, advocacy. What I'd like to add as part of re reviewing the book, being in my sort of proclaimed good room and also epidemiologically 
Uh, there was a, a mention of the Pima Indians, well mentioned, well, well caught. Um, Dr. Davis, uh, I yeah, very much was interested in that. Yes, you, you, you picked it, but uh, it was still only analyzed from the, um, the part of the iceberg above the water. What's seen versus the unseen. Yes, uh, the Mexican Pima Indians um, have better diets, uh, less junk food, and that sort of thing. Yes, that's certainly true. But um, also the same with the Pima Indians. Uh, the Pima Indians in Mexico are also going to catch up to the Pima Indians in the US because uh, of the whole food supply chain homogeneity um, linked, you know, the global linked food supply chain uh, complex. So the Mexican Pimas are going to catch up not, not fully, but uh, you know, the, the on, on a graph um, it'll, the gap will be shrinking. Uh, they'll be becoming fatter. They'll be getting more diabetes over time. That's my prediction. Also, epidemiologically, Let's just quickly reference the. How about the Ojibwe and the Navajo Indians? There's a um, there's a gap in health outcomes for those uh, peoples, right? And the issue there is uh, 400 years. Oh gee, I'd like to reference um, which uh, uh, peoples have the better health outcomes, whether it's the Ojibwe's or the Navajos. I think the Navajos. Please correct me. Uh, rather, I can correct myself, but. Um, uh, if I'm wrong, uh, just um, uh, flip flip these two. But uh, the Navajos, um, for the last uh, 400 years, have um, have had a, a gluten-free, uh, like um, corn-based, um, you know, uh, what's it uh, beans-based, um, wild um, wild corn. Oh, uh, oh, gee, but um, what what the point I need to, um, to to make is that. It wasn't wheat-based. The last 400 years of um, uh, the, the Navajos, um, they didn't have, uh, they had less gluten uh, issues, uh, less gluten in their diet, which means they absorbed much more and, and still they have better outcomes because of that whole complex. The last 400 years of um, uh, having less wheat in their diets. They had uh, better nutrient value in, in their lands. Um, but once again, the Navajos and the Ojibwe's, the Ojibwe's, uh, since the Scottish, I think, came out, um, helped the, um, uh, the Ojibwe's grow wheat. So therefore, they became, uh, 98% of us are um, gluten intolerant. Well, not intolerant, uh, sensitive, sensitive, which means you know the ability to absorb micronutrients is impaired because uh, the pro-inflammatory cytokine, sorry, the pro-inflammatory cytokines in the uh, the proteins of the, the gluten damages the villi and the small intestine, and uh, therefore um, uh, hampering the um, the bulk of our absorption micronutrient. Absorption. So the Ojibwe's had issues um, from way back because of their gluten, their wheat exposure, and that's why they have the um, 
worse of the two people's uh, health outcomes, right? And uh, quickly, one, one more, let's compare the northern, let's compare the northern, um, Northern Americans and Southern Americans, as in the North and South, right? In the South, uh, what are their diets uh, got more of than the North? Uh, fried, fried food, fried chicken, uh, you know, the whole barbecue complex and all, all that, more so than the than the North. And uh, I think even to this day, um, the South has a lower life expectancy than Northern Americans. You know, the whole, the Union versus the, uh, you know, the South type, type thing, you know. And um, ask the insurance industry. Uh, they know the outcomes. They don't know why, but the insurance industry with skin in the game, they understand that, that um, if you live in Florida, you've got a lower life expectancy than someone living in, what's what's a northern state? Uh, uh, Maine. Is that a... No, no, Maine. Uh, not, not, not Maine. Maine's a, an area in the north. Uh, what's, what's a northern state? Like oh, this is an Australian talking here. That's why I'm stumbling on this. Oh, I'm so sorry to the to the US crowd, but um, uh, New York. Yeah. Um, what's even more uh, north than that? Uh, part of the first thirteen. Anyway, anyway, um, the north has a higher life, uh, a longer life expectancy because there's less fried food less therefore the second category that, that I meant that I mentioned oils they got they have less oils in their diet they have um, it's like I think 10 years ago they had the life expectancy of the northern Americans was a decade longer than the south that's the whole oil issue okay the same goes with uh, epidemiology epidemiologically uh, dr. Davis um, with uh, the the northern third the, the 10 provinces uh, in the north of India, as in, um, you know, the Hindu type India, not, not, not the Indians I've been talking about in the US, so the, the 10 northern prov provinces in, in India um, have a gluten-based uh, uh, diet and uh, their life expectancies well, it's, it's a little bit complex in India because once you start to talk about India and Africa, then you've got caloric issues, right? So, yeah, it's the unseen and versus the seen, seen and the unseen, right? It's, a, it's complicated. But uh, the lower um, 20 or so, uh, 19, the, the lower um, two-thirds, the 19 uh, more southern Indian provinces uh, are less gluten exposed and they, they have better uh, chronic health disease issues less obesity or not ah oh, yes it's a caloric thing again yeah it's a little bit complicated so epidemiologically that's some of the examples um, I like to add um, that uh, where um, some of the ideas need to be expanded um, in in a book like Supersized Lies by uh, by Doc Davis This is becoming too long. I'm sorry, but um, designed for one-off listeners to get something out of uh, what I'm trying to say and uh, um, the, the, 
book has done a good job. I need to just uh, expand on my apologies for making it so long. And uh, how about finally? I'll, yes, it's getting a bit long. Finally, how about um, Blue Zones? You know, the Blue Zones where, uh, you know, uh, I think one in 500, or no, uh, one in 50, one in 50 or so people live to be uh, centenarians, like 100 plus, those, those blue zones, which includes uh, places like uh, Okinawa, um, Sardinia, Sardinia uh, makes up the bulk of uh, what um, people think of uh, the great life expectancies of the Mediterranean peoples, um, the, Medi- uh, the, the southern Medi- Mediterranean, the, the Sicilians and you know, their life expectancy, life expectancy, oh, sorry, life expectancies are in their late late sixties. What's so great about that Mediterranean diet, right? Uh, it's complicated. Yes, it is complicated. Uh, the Sardinians have a higher saturated fat intake, uh, bringing their life expectancy into the nineties. So I think they're in the blue zones. Uh, blue zones of uh, um, northern Pakistan, uh, the Huns. You know, historically they've had good uh, mineral exposure, uh, mineral availability rather, uh, in their soils. Therefore, they've uh, unknowingly um, had good health outcomes. Um, Okinawans. Uh, there's been studies through the ages, through the last few decades, of you know, people also followed uh, the Okinawans around. Well, what are they eating? How much are they? Um, Pooping. How, how much? Uh, how often do they do a number one and all that sort of thing? And uh, uh, it came down to they were still using ashes, putting it in the noodles. Yeah, uh, that whole ash thing. Yes, it's 99% carbon, but that 1% is uh, some valuable minerals that we get into our soil, ends up in our food, ends up in us, and. Uh, we unknowingly become uh, more healthier and the world looks at, looks at you like the Sardinians and the Okinawans and they look at you and they say, oh, they're more spiritual, uh, they, they exercise more, they have a great community, yada, yada. That's bull as well. It's the availability of micronutrients that those peoples are having. Even the Okinawans these days um, are becoming more uh, global food supply chain oriented and uh, their life expectancies uh, are also going to drop okay yes also um, I think there's only one uh, first world or developed world um, blue zone in in the top 20 and that Developed world uh, area is is uh, like, like a religious community. I think p- part of becoming p- part of being in that religious community, you need to be on a particular supplement and diet program, and uh, and they're making it into the late 80s or 90s in that community. I think they're Seven Day Adventists. I haven't really looked into it, but um, you know, I'm just trying to. Uh, epidemiologically add a few insights here as part of um, reviewing the book right 
some some things that maybe aren't um, being that haven't been made aware. Maybe it will um, spark some action awareness. Maybe it will just be poo-pooed because, um, as part of uh, what Doc Davis also indicates uh, in uh, what to look out for, is uh, look out for uh, people that are dodgy. Make sure that um, you go to reputable people and people that are qualified. And um, but you've just poo-poo pooed on all those people too, Doctor Davis. Okay. So if you tell people to um, look out for uh, online um, gimmicks and secrets and um, you know this and that, uh, be careful of people's credentials. Well, you've just indicated that uh, there's been many a learned credentialed professional in the past decades which have uh, advocated certain approaches to um, solving obesity but they haven't worked so you're you're steering your reader back into the dark by advocating um, be careful what you read call in the cavalry uh, that, that part of the last chapter get access to uh, professionals and this and that. Well, the, the, the same professionals got us into this mess because, well, they didn't really get into this, uh, get us into this mess. That I just, they just don't understand. And the whole supersized lies, they're not really lies. Once again, they're just misguided people. They don't want to lie. They just don't know. But in the scope of things, uh, they are lies because they're wrong. Uh, so in that respect, because they're wrong, they're, they're lies. Yeah, we get it. So, um, just a f further clarification on that. Okay, so I've exhausted uh, my my riffing and my rant. Uh, I know that this won't uh, be liked for people that um, are... Uh, They've got skin in the game uh, for this book and it's um, very advantageous that being part of a scientific community yes I'm not credentialed uh, yeah we, we, we get it but um, let's compare notes even you know um, there's been many a credentialed professional doctor in the past which have been wrong so why should you poo-poo the guy that isn't credentialed talking now, me, right? So uh, let's compare notes then. And what I advocate is, you know, sometimes you need to go on on, um, on someone's reason and blind faith versus uh, feeding um, so uh, sources and the world's full of sources, academic sources. And, uh, but they, they haven't worked. So to still advocate... Um, you know, look up PubMed, as Doc Davis indicates, and look up Google Scholar. Well, those same colleagues of uh, learned colleagues and uh, professionals and people that are credentialed, they, they're the types that still got us into this mess. Don't, don't you, do, do you understand? Even if uh, Doc, Doc Davis um, ever listens to this, um, this is uh, out of out of love, out of um, respect. 
it's not to, to poo-poo uh, Dr. Dr. Davis. Um, I do like the intentions. Yes, I have poo-pooed it, but don't forget, uh, you're at the top of the tree uh, in the mainstream. I, that's what I'm trying to say. You're at the top of the tree in how you, how, um, you have unpacked the obesity issue, uh, Dr. Davis. Uh, yes, I've put you into the bad room. Um, uh, yes, in that respect, it's negative. But um, we're part of a, a community to uh, try and really solve uh, the obesity epidemic. And let's compare notes in seven years, 15, 30 years, if Dr. Davis is still alive. Uh, I think I caught a picture of him. He, he, he looks like a... Um, He's certainly around a half century in, in age. If he's uh, more senior, um, more more vintage to that, good on him. He's doing a great job. But he also references with him with his own self, uh, his own restriction and uh, oh, making sure he uh, he exercises and uh, appearance-wise, seen versus unseen. The seen, yes, good, good on you, uh, Doctor Davis. Uh, you're doing a great job with your own. Um, look of health, physique, and the like. And yes, yes, uh, I also um, look okay physique-wise, and, and I've got a bad history of uh, obesity, and I've only been doing this, uh, advocating my own approach for the last 18 months, but yes, let's compare notes, seven years, 15 years, 30 years, if, if uh, Doc Davis is still alive. Yes, I get it, even if I'm still alive, let's compare notes. Uh, will there be any uh, vindication or flourish for me? Um, I don't expect it, but I'm trying to also help the world just like Dr. Davis is. I'll end it uh, like that. Even though it's uh, very negative, it was supposed to be uh, out of love. Uh, there was positives that Dr. Davis gave us. That's all for now. I hope this uh, resonates for people that have that have skin in the game for the book uh, and for the rest of the populace even maybe for future generations but uh yeah that's all for now thanks for listening bye bye